Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. My name's Christy. I've been vegan for six years and I have a seven and a half year old and a one year old. Hi, uh, my name is Emma. Um, I've been vegan for about nine years and I have a two and a half year old. Hi, I'm Anna. Um, I've been vegan for 29 years um, and I have a seven year old, uh, Roisin, who is with me now. Do you want to say hello? How long have you been vegan for? Seven years. You've been vegan all your life, haven't you? Oh, she's so cute. Wow, 29 years, Anna. Amazing. Mm. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk about how we manage to advocate for veganism as parents. So I kind of wanted to just share, like, kind of like my story of um, with advocation that when I turned vegan obviously you're very much passionate about the movement and everything like that my daughter was one and a half at the time and we bought anonymous of the voiceless jumpers and we wanted to go to demonstrations and we found it hard when she was little but we're like oh when she's bigger when she's bigger we can go one at a time one at a time and it was just this year so what is that six years later that I've just donated them to someone else because I've never managed to get to a demonstration and it's just kind of like coming to the realization really that our activism as parents is different to other people's activism because we can't always go to a demonstration or a vigil that's another thing I wanted to do is to go to a vigil and actually witness these animals going to slaughter um but there are so many other powerful ways like I don't have to feel guilty that I can't do that and it was only recently that I was able to let that go and go okay that's not what I'm gonna do that's not how I can do it and to not feel guilty about not doing that and so I kind of wanted to just do a episode about how parents do already and can increase activism um, so that they don't feel like they're not doing enough so do you guys what do you guys currently do or do like it's a strange question because like I think a lot of our activism is just part of everyday life. So it's not like above and beyond doing something else. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, I don't do anything. Um, yeah. So I just want to talk about the ways that we do as a parent automatically advocate for veganism. OK, so I, I personally think that, um, you know, you know, us not being able to do the demonstration stuff isn't necessarily just you know to pair with, with um, just to being parents like for example like maybe people work full-time may not have the time mm. to do it either but you know but I, but I think there are so many ways we can just we, we can advocate for veganism um like just just for example you know when you know when when people observe how healthy our children are for example because like with my daughter she seems to fare really well with illnesses and such and she goes to nursery uh two afternoons a week and, and we're always out and about doing things so it's not like we're it's not like we stay home and avoid germs 
um, and I still breastfeed her and so kind of do the best I can with the, you know, with on the nutrition side of things, given how the challenges with feeding a two and a half year old, with how they, how they, there's certain things they will eat and won't eat willingly. But, you know, I was uh, visiting my family and like both my parents commented that she's, she seems to fare well in terms of colds, illnesses, general bugs and that sort of thing. So I think that can be like a very powerful thing mm. in itself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's similar situation, really, in terms of your everyday just life experiences. I mean, she's always been good with fruit and vegetables, haven't you? You're a little fruit monster. I love apples. She loves apples, she just said. Um, but, with, you know, I, I sought advice, actually. Um, I'm a member of the Vegan Society. I sought advice from them when I found out I was pregnant and I asked for some nutritional information. Um, and the dietitian there was fantastic and she sent me lots of you know, ideas of of ways of in which I could um get her to eat healthily, make sure that she was having the, you know, the B vitamins and things like that. But yeah, I mean she was breastfed till she was four as well. So it's, you know, I, I like to think I was kind of all bases covered in a way by that, whilst obviously making sure I was looking after myself as well. And I didn't mind telling that to people. I mean some people thought it was quite unusual that I was still breastfeeding her at four. And I didn't need to. It was just, you know, personal choice, I think really that we, you know, we, we carried on doing that. Um and you know she's been healthy she's no not had any illnesses she you, you do get colds but she gets over them very easily you know she's mm. not a sickly child at all um what i one of the things that i did when she started going to her childminders and now obviously she's at school um we made some little postcards up and and i have a whole stack of these if anybody wants any i'm quite happy to send them out i i printed way way too many <laughs> I had no idea just how much we weren't going to be getting out places um but that's another story and um on the on the cards it says the things that we eat the things that we avoid um and then there's a little bit on the back about the reasons why um we decided to be vegan and we did that in a kind of non-judgmental kind of way it was the reasons why our family has decided to to be vegan and then it's just a few little not a lot, nothing pressure, you know, nothing, nothing to pressure anybody else, but just enough just so people understand. Um, because one of the things I didn't want with her when she started school or when she's out on her own without me is somebody, I mean, touch what it's not happened, but an adult, for example, questioning her and what she's mm. doing. That's the thing that would worry me. Um, yeah. you know, and and you know, you get you get the kind of stereotypical, oh, you're a pushy vegan parent and so on and so on, which you know, obviously we're not. She knows the reasons why. Um, but it was just to make sure she felt like she could give a reason if anybody was to ask, you know. Yeah, that's such a great idea because one of the things like I actually like <laughs> in front of other people, I find it kind of hard in a way to vocalize veganism in, in the sense that like I'm super passionate about it at home and with other adults when asking about it but if my daughter's there like so my example here was Halloween that we went around to Halloween and if they presented um, a bowl of sweets I never said like if there was a choice it was like great if there was something vegan I grabbed it if there wasn't I just grabbed something and said we'll swap it instead of going oh no we can't have that because we're, we're vegan and so it's like having the confidence like and I think that's a, a good way to advocate which I struggle with is like by mentioning it a lot to people like even going into a restaurant I look on the menu see if there's anything vegan if I can arrange it 
but I don't like feeling like I'm putting someone out or something or, or making a deal of it or something whereas I want to and I want my daughter to but I'm noticing that oh actually I, I find that kind of challenging so how am I going to expect her to to go oh is that vegan or and I guess it's like if I know the people in the situation so like she came out of drama and they had at Easter and they'd given out little chocolates and I said I doubt that's vegan you know we can either give it to someone else or do you want to give it back so they she she just went and gave it back um but um yeah it was weird I noticed that Halloween and they just had these chocolates to give out one of them and I just took one and was like okay and then we just exchanged it with someone else later but I was like yeah I I, why do I feel the resistance to say oh no we, we can't have that because we're vegan um but that is a good place to try and do that activism isn't it it's like in those areas when you're I, just everyday interactions I think as well Christy well what you're saying if you're if you're doing like trick or treating or something like that somebody is giving you a treat aren't they so it does it does make it yeah. of not having that it seems a bit rude in a yeah. way to do that yes. okay so yeah. that, that, that's not too much about because I worry does like well what does that mean for me am I not um um why yeah why do I feel anxious to to share that but yeah, okay, that, that makes sense that I wasn't comfortable doing that. <laughs> you went but... trick-or-treating, didn't you? You went trick-or-treating, didn't you, with your friend? What happened when you got some sweets that weren't vegan? What did you do? I gave, I gave them, I gave, I gave them to, um... You gave them to your friend, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and then she gave you the ones that were vegan from her pile and we did a little, you know swaps over didn't they you got you got some lollies and things like that that were okay and she got all the harry bows and whatnot you know and it worked out quite nicely didn't it and i think the big thing for you really was more you just wanted to get dressed up and walk around didn't you that was <laughs> that was the big thing wasn't it and i saw the light show in two days in a row yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah and i think it's really kind of um like just by being vegan with our children then their children will probably be vegan you know and it's like that and they will spread away it will become normal to them and it's kind of like I, I remember doing a workshop once where it takes a generation to make a change so they looked at the history of things that have changed in the world and they never changed over a short period of time it was like you saw the change come when the next generation had grown up and they were the people that make the policy changes um and so actually by just even if we stayed in our nuclear family, we didn't talk to anyone else, but we just raised our children vegan. We're making a huge impact on the world. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. And I think when and I think like when like for example, we're eating vegan food amongst like everyone else eating their non-vegan food, it just shows that it's all normal food at the end of the day, minus a few ingredients. Yeah, it gives people ideas as well, doesn't it? So it's like just being, being around other people. Um, if your child goes to nursery, the food that they take to nursery, other children at nursery will see, the workers at nursery will see how um, how normal the food is as well, that it's not not like we have to eat strange food to be able to be vegan. Like, you know, we could just minus the, the um, animal products and we can still eat beans on toast. You know, it's not like we're having to eat something strange. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, kids kids pick up on it as well because I mean one of one of Roisin's friends um has, has gone home and told her mum that she wants to be vegan um mm. because her food looks more interesting <laughs> and uh, I think they've hit, hit a compromise where she's she's vegetarian um and uh, I think that's kind of the compromise at the moment isn't it where she just wants to she just wants to go vegan. But she could eat the vegan food, couldn't she? Yeah. Like, and still eat the 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 animal products that her mom feels that she needs. But like, she could still try the interesting, different, colourful foods instead yeah. of just the um, beige <laughs> animals. I, I think for her mom, I mean, if we're thinking about kind of advocating and kind of help other mums as well, when I was speaking to um, her friend's mum, it was more that she didn't know how to cook vegan food it wasn't that she was against it it wasn't that she thought yes you need to have these nutrients from animal foods it was where do I start with it and we had a few conversations just on you know on that basis really and also on the basis that you know if you mess up it's okay just start again next meal you know it's yeah nobody did this overnight well I don't know anybody who did this overnight Mm. I didn't overnight you know um and and you know people make mistakes and you know unintentionally you might accidentally eat some honey and something or what have you and you know it's just it's just a learning curve but I think she found it a bit difficult because she relies a lot on the ready meals and (laughs) the quick fixes when she's home from work you know and that's problematic can't it yeah I mean a good example of that recently went to it was uh it was my mother-in-law's 70th and um we had a celebration around their house and obviously I I knew that the main cake probably would not be vegan so I just bought a chocolate cake for um, my daughter and you know she didn't you know she she wasn't really that bothered about that she that she had a different cake and you know she really enjoyed it and actually I've kept that frozen it so I can whack it out for the next Mm. you know for the next thing really and uh, and interesting and interestingly you know my our nephew wanted to try the chocolate cake and his mum was like oh he might not like it and I said well you know just let this let him try it if he doesn't like it he doesn't like it and ate it because like Linda it's just a cake isn't it yeah I think that's the thing like by us bringing the vegan foods to the party that they then try it and then they're surprised how much or not surprised maybe you know that they do like it and it's like it, it makes it less strange or um less different I did my daughter's birthday um party recently and everything obviously was vegan food and so when people came they were eating that and um I often try and do well I try try and do normal foods so then it doesn't look too vegan but also add in some meat alternatives that I know are quite good so that that they can try them and go oh wow that tastes really like it was ham in this case and um so then they were pleasantly surprised about how nice it tasted instead of just having the assumption that these things don't taste as good and so then they don't want to eat them um so what do you think we can tell other parents about um advocating for veganism Mm, i don't know i mean it's not really like anybody's like you know, any parents, any of of us, you know, really, really discussed it. You know, it's like, we're vegan, we're not vegan. So mm. I don't really know. I think it's about having the confidence in your beliefs and think of your, think of the way you live your life and think of the beliefs that you have as being almost like um, a religious conviction. That's how I've come to think of it, you know, and you wouldn't, 
you wouldn't demand of um you know a muslim or a christian or whoever to start kind of say well why do you believe this why do you do you wouldn't do that so if somebody starts to come and challenge you if you don't feel comfortable talking about it don't talk about it and if you do obviously just do it in a in a chatty kind of way that's you know that's the best way I've come across doing it and people are sometimes surprised when you know it's like oh you've raised your daughter vegan you're just like oh yeah and I'll just say it like it's a perfectly normal thing that's okay <laughs> sorry mm. don't press the button <laughs> don't press the button <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what was I saying yeah it, I just just you know be confident with you know and don't feel like people are asking you questions they're not always attacking you I think I had to learn that um mm. I learned that when I when I, I mean, see I was a, I was a teenager I was 13 when I went vegan and I think when you're a teenager you think the world's against you anyway don't you so I was very kind of yeah. ready to defend everything and, and and so on and then as I got older I kind of thought you know what people are actually just interested you know yeah. and I, I think maybe I was reading too much into their tone of voice and and so on and you know just it's just about being able to talk to them in a confident way really and just say this is why we do what we do but I mean there are ways of getting involved in activism without you know bringing your children into it or things that you can do from home as well I mean I've just signed up to be um I'm, I'm, I'm an so I've just signed up to be a proofreading volunteer with the vegan society so it oh, sounds well, like yeah. it's, it, you're not in your face kind of you know we're not out there I'm not doing that but you're supporting that the moment. movement yeah exactly yeah yeah I'm doing what I can they need to get some literature out there need, they need somebody to to help proofread it and in the and past also donating been... donating to charities as well like and or activists who are doing things like Earthling Ed's Patreon or Jerry Carbstrong so you can so you don't have to be doing stuff yourself if you've got the money if you want to help you can do that you if you've got the time you can do that but also like uh, um Tom said on our page which I thought was really good is like you're no less vegan if you're not an activist like you don't have to do activism just being vegan yourself is an activist movement and you are helping a lot of animals by doing that the amount of animals that we don't eat that we save because we don't eat them is so many and it's like to not feel guilty that you're not doing anything like just just being vegan if I want to put the just word on it is enough and the, I think that's really quite important that I didn't feel at the beginning and when I was so passionate about it, not that I'm not passionate about it, but, you know, when you first discover stuff and you want to tell people about it and you're like, why are people not understanding this or do they not know about it? That um, if you haven't got the time or the capacity that it's okay. Mm. And I think that's really important. Like, you know, parents are stressed enough as it is trying to get their child to eat food, let alone <laughs> encourage someone else to eat a certain way. It's yeah, and I think... I'm oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, what I was going to say was that, and also, like, when we, when we can share our food ideas, for example, um, like my, my daughter loves pasta, so I give her red lentil pasta, but it's a really good source of um, iron and B vitamins. And, you know, and, um, you know, when, when I stayed with my sister um we both gave the kids the same thing red lentil spaghetti and um cashew parmesan um and I gave and I actually gave her half a bag of red lentil pasta because you know because I because her because my, my nephew like um like my daughter they've only really got a handful of foods they will willingly eat so you know it's it's easier than it's you know it, it's nice it's tasty and to be honest just probably more appealing than meat yeah it's great yeah just sharing the food that you cook 
helps other people then start to use that food yeah that's that's it as you say like you know um not you know it's not just as parents who have busy lives some people work full-time don't mm. have the time to yeah. you know actually act be involved in the causes they feel passionate about and as you and then the charities because we donate 10 pounds every month to tower hill stables um there are there are they're a they're a rescue rescue animal sort of thing, mainly farm animals, but they don't really have like the setup to for visitors. So like we visited them once, gave a donation, and but they can't raise money in the way that, for example, some of them can when like you know when they have visitors coming and use mm. the coffee shop and then yeah paying like a donation exchange for a visit. And you were going to say something, Anna, about it's a short time as well. But yeah just well yeah just in general I mean parenthood you know they, they they rely on you and they need you for x amount of years and you're always going to have the time to do more activism mm -hmm. when they are off into the big wide world doing mm -hmm. their own thing you know there will, there will be opportunities I mean there's a reason why there's so many retired people get involved in all these causes because they have yeah. the time to do it you know yeah uh, mm -hmm. which is great you know I plan to be a full-on activist once I've retired you know it's uh yeah. It's living oh, another, yeah another thing I just remembered just then is like stickers and badges so we just went to the veg fest um last um was it two weeks ago or something like that in London and and we w went to the Viva La Vegan stall and they had so many badges and my daughter's like wow look at these badges and so then we we chose a couple of badges and then she's got the sticker super vegan that she's now put on her bed and so it's like again when people see her badges or her stickers they're gonna see that she's vegan or just the vegan message a little bit more like things like um animals are friends not food and and it's like kind of like it just like triggers when people read that they're like hmm okay or um things like that so subtle ways small ways I really like the idea of your postcards that you printed Anna because then it's like if you don't have the confidence to verbalize and say something and or if your child you're not sure you don't want your child to feel questioned you know your child having them and that they can hand them out to people if they want if someone says oh why well, you're vegan oh here's a card it says why we're vegan or something like that and I really like that idea of not feeling you have to have the confidence to talk about it but you've got that that you can give out yeah yeah because I think it's a lot on kids to have to explain that and you mm. wouldn't get that with any other child with any like I say with any other kind of if it was a religious belief or anything like that an adult mm. wouldn't challenge a child over it um I was I was challenged I don't know if I was challenged I don't know whether it was just a tone of voice or not but uh, a birthday party that we were at um a while ago um where somebody there was saying well what about your calcium and what about this and I was just like well we eat food that's where we get it from and I think I probably came across as a bit rude because I just kind of cut her off and I was like do you know what I'm at a birthday party I can't be bothered yeah. talking to you about it yeah but I'm gonna have to I've got this responsibility now because I've dared to bring my vegan child to this party and now you want to yeah. ask me all these questions about it but you know I, I pointed her towards the websites I said you know have a look at this have a look at these areas on on the vegan society website and you know yeah message it's me great, on facebook if you're stuck you know yeah having having the websites as well to link to so then it's not so much us saying this in our opinion or like we don't know like 
I know a lot of animals are killed each year or something like this, but it's like how many, I don't remember, here, go to this website and you'll, you'll get clearer information or something. Like the, the, the um, they spent a lot of time creating either videos or movies or something to send a message in a particular way yeah. and they do it well. And it's like, we don't have to do that message. We can just tell them where to get that message themselves. Oh yeah, watch this video, Dairy is Scary. You you know, and then you understand. Um, yeah, so like just general chats. So we we've only got a few minutes left on the recording. So um, any last words you want to share to any of our listeners? Anything? Um, <laughs> any any uh, words of confidence or any places to go and look for? activist ideas or I know did you say you just printed those cards yourself yeah um, yeah I, I printed them myself I was a bit bored on maternity leave when she was asleep and I was like right let's go a bit creative I was actually just trying to see if I have I do have a stack of them somewhere around here but I'd have to have a I'll have a look for them but yeah I just print I just printed them out they just I mean I ended up giving giving some out to some other parents and I, th I think Words of wisdom, I would say, I mean, obviously cards are a great idea, but also build your tribe around you. Find your find your community of people. I mean, this is great. This is a really nice mm -hmm. way of, of people realising that, you know, there's there's many of us out here that choose to that choose to do this. Um, but locally, you know, get involved mm -hmm. with your vegan. I mean, I, I established a vegan parents network in Bolton, which probably consisted of six people, but it didn't matter six of us and we know each other and we're happy to, to to swap ideas and you know we know where to go and eat we know where to take the kids you know we know which soft yeah. play centers do vegan pizza you know we have this kind of nice community going so I, I would say that's a big thing to do because you'll find you'll find yeah. your tribe and you'll find lots of support that way so yeah, yeah it's like not not drain yourself always being with more vegan people and feel like you're always a different person and you're always having to like talk about it or advocate it or you feel like you're in a losing battle but if you're around people that um are vegan your energy goes up doesn't it and then you feel like um and then naturally you feel happier so then you're sharing a, a message more maybe that because of that that energy yeah sorry yeah. um yeah, I was going to say, because I, I started, um, yeah, um, you know, I kind of like, you know, I kind of have like a good network of, uh, of ve vegan mums and dads, vegan parents, and a couple of them actually made friends with, and we're like, we, you know, we get together with the kids and such, and, you know, and as, as they get older, I think that would be so amazing to have that network for them with their other friends that are vegan as well. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, maybe Anna... Um, have you got the card there? I was going to say. Ah. Amazing. So that's got okay. a list of things that you can't eat on that side. Um, but I also looked up some of the e-numbers as well, tried to make sure that the e-numbers yes. are covered as well. Um, and it's, it's things like we probably wouldn't even consider, like, you know, things like rennet. You know, some people don't know what rennet is. You know, mm. I mean, not that we would eat it anyway, but, it's you know, it's just it's just one of those. And the D3, you know, people might just look at D3 and yeah. think, oh, it's fine, it's just a D vitamin. But it depends whether it, if it's stated vegan, then we're obviously we're absolutely fine with it. Uh, and then on the other side there, there's, um, it's a bit smaller that, but it's things that we do eat, things that you enjoy eating. And then a typical day, typical day's menu there, kind of typical things that we would eat. And then right at the bottom there, you see that's the tiny bit there, why our family is vegan. And that just has 
three bullet points. Um, and it's, you know, we've got links to animals, with welfare, we've got links to health, and we've got links to environment, things That's on there amazing, like that. Anna. So what I'm going to do is when we post this out, we'll put a photo underneath of that. And then maybe if anyone wants some that you've got spare, they can comment or even just the idea of it and then creating their own. What an awesome idea, Anna. That is such an awesome thing. And like I say, like all the work's done at home where you're like yeah typing and then you don't have to like feel confident in the situation you can just hand it out to people and yeah what a great idea more great yeah yeah I would definitely be interested in some of the postcards I'll uh can I put my address at the end with my yeah. address yeah fab yeah I can post them out yeah yeah Thanks. awesome and um they're so colorful as well which was so nice they look joyful um yeah so thank you guys so much for coming on and chatting with us today um like i said just anyone listening if you want a, a copy of anna's postcards just um write a comment on the page before or even just let us know how you advocate as a parent what kind of things do you do um with your children or on your own when you are busy with children uh, let us know thanks so much guys thank, thank you. you for coming and chatting Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have found it helpful in some way. Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts, where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself or you can find the podcast on Instagram at convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents or you can email me at conversationswithveganparents at gmail.com.